0: Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1. For this, our driver ratings for the Qatar Grand Prix, our final video of the race weekend for Qatar. Uh, Make sure you subscribe and comment and like and all that good stuff, firstly, because, of course, we will be back in two weeks to be talking all things Texas. But in the meantime, and in between time, there will be a video coming out on the channel this Friday. It's one of our more, you know, more edited, more scripted videos that we have when there's no race weekends on. This weekend, we'll be talking about Michael Schumacher. That'll come out on Friday. And also, if there's any news between now and then, there'll be a video Saturday morning to cover all the news of the week. So you want to make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of that. And also, I can honestly say, the channel's getting better all the time. So, you know, we'll be getting... Getting better all the time and just have really good content. I can tell you it's getting better all the time because just before this video started, I realized that my ring lights have different modes. This, like, I don't know if you can, like, I've been on this for ages looking so pale. I can change it to that and look, I look like I'm in, I've been in the sun for once in my life. So, you know, getting better all the time. But anyway, here we are for the driver ratings. I've got them written down on my little scrap of paper here now if you haven't seen the driver ratings before for a sprint weekend they're a little bit different usually we just give them a rating up between one and ten what we do for the sprint race is we give them a rating for one out of ten for the sprint give them a rating for one out of ten for the feature race <clears throat> then we get an average of the two with more weight on the actual race than the sprint race then that number there is our official uh, driver rating for the weekend so Not too complex, I hope. Also, another thing to note before you go into this one. As you are probably aware, this race was incredibly grueling. I mean, you know, we've heard Ocon vomited in his helmet on like lap 15 or something like that uh we've seen the clips of lance stroll uh, just kind of stumbling towards the ambulance as he gets out of the car uh we saw uh, Logan logan sergeant yes uh, have to retire from the race because he was feeling so ill we saw the podium cities struggling for water apparently a few guys Went to the medical centre and fainted. And yeah, this is such a tough, tough race that the scores I have given are a little bit higher than usual because I think if you got to the end of this race, you deserve some more acclaim than a usual race. So if you think, wow, that score's a bit higher than I would have given, maybe it might just be because I've bumped up the scores a little bit just because of how uh, physically and mentally draining this race actually was. With that being said... Let's talk about Williams. And firstly, Logan Sargent. Now, uh, at sprint race, he qualified dead last, and he didn't finish the race. Spun off on, like, the third lap, I think it was. Got stuck in the gravel DNF. So I gave him a 4 out of 10 for that. Uh, for the main race, though, he qualified 15th and also didn't finish the race but was in a very good position. I think when he did retire, I think he was like 12th, 13th, which is a very strong position for him there. At times, he's even matching his teammates. I mean, in qualifying for the race, it was Albon who kicked him out, and it was very, very close. I think it was Sargent's best qualifying in a very long time. So overall, I gave him a 7 for the race as it is, which gives him an average of 6. <clears throat> Across to Albon, though... Uh, Sprint race, he qualifies 17th, and in the race itself, finishes 7th. Absolutely incredible, making up 10 places in the sprint. Uh, I think he massively benefited from being on the medium tyre, but, you know, a lot of guys were on the medium tyre and didn't do as well as he did. Uh, So, 10 out of 10 for him in the sprint race. Fantastic results, uh, getting the, uh, no, it was not the final uh, points place, was it? It was two points he got in the sprint. Really good stuff for Albon. Very valuable points for the Williams team. And then in the main race, he qualified 13th, finished the race in 13th, and I've given him an 8 out of 10. So I still think he did fantastically well. Led the race at one point, although didn't actually cross the line in the lead, so it doesn't count as an official uh, lap in the lead. But, you know, still great stuff from Albon there. In a race where there was limits on how many laps you could do for each tyre, somehow Williams still managed to let Albon stay out longer than anyone else. It's unbelievable stuff how they do it. But Alex Albon, uh, 10 for the sprint, 8 for the feature race. Overall, I've given him a 9. Across to Liam Lawson now and obviously I have a lot of people have been singing the praises of Liam Lawson since his uh, start of his little run here filling in for Ricardo but really was not the strongest weekend for him here. He qualified for the sprint in 14th and then went off on the third quarter DNF. uh, I gave him a 5 out of 10 for that because I still thought his qualifying was relatively good there. Then in the main race, he qualifies 17th, finished the race in 17th, not showing his usual uh, level, his usual standard, but of course, an incredibly grueling race and on a very tough track, which he'd never been to before. So uh, overall, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a 7 for the race and a 6 overall for the weekend. Yuki Sonoda, though, he qualified 18th in the sprint race and finished the race in 11th. So we giving him a 9 out of 10 there. Great performance from Yuki. Then in the main race, he would start 11th and go backwards and finish 15th. I'm going to give him a 7. Overall, 8 out of 10. To the is now, and this is the final race for... This has there's a brand new Haas coming in Texas, and I'm sure we're all very excited to see, will it set its tyres on fire still? Hopefully not, especially if your name is Nico Hulkenberg, who had a fantastic performance in Sprint Qualifying, uh, qualifying 7th, but didn't finish the race. Got caught up in that um, altercation between Ocon and Perez. Um, he was... Oh, no, it was actually between him and Ocon, wasn't it? And Perez kind of got around that outside. But, yeah, nothing Nico could do there, really. Uh, was in some good positions. I don't know if he would have got points or not, but still a great, great performance for Nico Hulgenberg, uh getting that Hass into places it shouldn't be. Nico hoggenberg' i giving him a 7 out of 10 for the sprint. And then in the main race, he started 14th, finished the race in 16th, he had him a 7 there as well, so overall it's a 7. across to Kevin Magnuson qualified 19th for the sprint, finished it in 13th, made up some good positions. I'd given him an 8 out of 10 for the sprint. And then for the main race for Magnussen, he qualified 18th, finished the race in 14th, so some good positions gained there in a hash that... Uh, Well, even limited to 18 laps was still burning its tyres, so I gave him a 9 for the main race, which is a 9 overall for KM Magnussen. Cross to Aston now, and um, Lance Stroll qualifies 16th for the sprint, finishes the race in 15th. I gave him a 4 out of 10 for that. Not a great performance at all for Stroll. Uh, in the sprint in the main race though. He would do better once again qualifying quite out of position in a 16th place uh, Would finish the race in 11. So some good positions gained he was really, really struggling, saying in the interview afterwards how he was struggling to see. And as because um, these kerbs had been extended with paint. When they would run over the kerbs of the car, they couldn't feel the vibrations of the curb, So he really had no idea where he was at any time. He also said that um, due to the dehydration, he couldn't remember the last 15, 20 laps. It sounds like really quite scary stuff for Lance there. I've given him an 8 out of 10 for the main race. I think I thought he did awfully well uh, with the conditions and how he described it. Overall, though, taking the average of the two, it is a 7 out of 10 for Lance. Fernando Alonso, uh, sprint race qualifying 9th, uh, finished the sprint race in 8th. One of the guys who went on to the soft tyres uh, had a very good start, but then would fall back. Overall, though, gave him an 8 out of 10 for that. I thought it was a good performance. And in the main race, he qualified 4th and would end up going backwards to 6th. Uh, his car was on, his seat was on fire at one point. He had that big off in the gravel, but managed to make it stick. He did get a reprimand for that, but no penalty. Uh, I gave him a 9 out of 10 overall for the race, which gives him an average of 9. Crossed to Alfa Romeo on a fantastic weekend, it has to be said, for the Alfa Romeo lads. Uh, they still got no TV time, as they never get any TV time, but they did very well. Zhou Guan Yu qualifies 15th in the sprint to finish it in 14th. I gave him a 6 for that, but in the main race, qualifies 19th, finished the race in 9th. Fantastic performance from Zhou Yu there. I gave him a 10 out of 10, gives him an average of a 9. For Bottas, though, in the sprint, he qualified 13th and finishing 10th. I gave him a 10 out of 10 for that uh, performance in the sprint, thought it was really good. Then in the race, he qualified 9th and finished 8th, and another 10 for Valtteri Bottas, which is an average of a 10 really really quite impressive stuff from boss House this weekend It seemed like in every session he was on it really great stuff right so mclaren they had a good weekend as well uh oscar piastri sprint race pole sprint race win 10 out of 10 And in the main race, he qualifies sixth, he massively benefits from the Mercedes kerfuffle, and just goes right through into P2, and that's where he would finish the race in P2. So another 10 out of 10 for the race, which is an average for Oscar Piastri of a 10 out of 10. Across to Lando Norris, he would qualify for the sprint race in second and would end up uh, finishing it in third, being beaten by Max Verstappen. But still a great performance from Lando, I gave him a 9 out of 10 for that. Then in the main race he would qualify 10th, and uh, that was because his lap time got deleted. And would finish on the podium P3, Yes, again a great performance from Lando, 10 out of 10 in the race, overall a 10. Right. Across to Alpine and Pierre Gasly, who uh, started Sprint in 11th and then would finish it in 9th. I gave him an 8th for that. I thought it was very good. Uh, Then in the main race, would qualify 7th and would go backwards and would eventually finish in 12th. So I gave him a seven for that main race. He also picked up quite a few penalties uh, as well. So an average of a 7 out of 10 for Gasly. For Ocon, he had Sprint Race qualifying 10th. Then didn't finish the race. I gave him a six for that. I think that incident between him and Hulkenberg and Perez was very much just a racing incident. I mean, you could point the blame at Ocon, but not massively. So I don't think it's just one of those things. I don't want to um, mark him down too much for that. So six for that. And in the main race, he qualified eighth and finished seventh. Thought it was a great uh, job from him. Nine out of ten to give an average of an eight. Now to mercedes and this is really a tale of two halves here because uh george russell he qualifies fourth for the sprint and finishes the sprint in fourth uh, he was the leading guy on the softs uh, leading the race at one point but as those softs would fall off he would go back uh, to keep fourth i thought was still very good so i gave him a nine for that then in the main race qualifies second uh, starts well gets hit by his teammate Goes to the back, has to fight through the pack multiple times and still finishes fourth. For me, George Russell was the driver of the day on Sunday. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. And really, if if that incident hadn't happened at the start, could he have possibly had the pace to win? I thought he was fantastic. So I gave him a 10 out of 10 for the feature race, which gives him a 10 overall. Now to Lewis Hamilton. So he had a bad qualifying for the sprint, uh, qualified twelve. But came through on those medium tires to finish really well in fifth. A couple more laps, he probably would have beaten George. So I gave him a nine for that. Then the, here comes the race. So he qualifies third, uh, hits his teammate, doesn't finish the race, sends his teammate to the back. I mean, uh, God. I mean, qualifying third is is good. He still got beaten by his teammate in qualifying. I'm he nearly. He nearly destroyed his entire team's race in one corner. And I'm going to have to give him a 1. Because it was really... I mean, you don't see these kind of performances from Lewis very often. But this was really quite a bad one for him. In a race where both Mercedes probably did have pace to a podium minimum. Both in good positions. And to end this way was not good. So it's a 1 out of 10 for Lewis Hamilton which gives him an average of a 3, which is not a great score. Cross to Ferrari, though, so you've got Carlos Sainz sprint qualifying 5th to finish the race in 6th. I gave him an 8 out of 10 uh, for that. And then in the main race, he qualified 12th, and he didn't start uh, bad qualifying. Didn't get to see what kind of pace he would have, so I gave him a 4 there. Uh, on average, that's a 5 out of 10 for Carlos Sainz. Across to Charles Leclerc, uh, sprint qualifying 6th, finishing the race in 12th after the track limits penalties. He did have a good race, though, all in all, apart from, I think, that late safety car really has the pack up so much that that penalty destroyed him. So I gave him a six for that. In the main race, though, qualified 5th, finished in 5th. I mean, he was really just in a race of his own. I mean, he could have beaten George, possibly. I mean, he should have beaten George with everything that happened. He didn't have the pace to catch the McLarens. He was never going to catch Max. So uh, I think fourth could have been his best result, but fifth is still pretty good. So I gave him a nine, and it's a nine overall for uh, Leclerc there. Now, finally, to Red Bull and Sergio Perez. Sprint qualifying eighth. Uh, Didn't finish the race, gave him a six. As I've said multiple times already, I think that incident was a racing incident, not much anyone could really do. Then in the race, starts from pit lane only manages to get p10 i mean we've seen this year so many times sergio perez come through the grid and get really good results but it wasn't on for him this time in a race that you know so much stuff was happening i thought he could have benefited from a little bit better but he just didn't have the pace really i don't know if it's a confidence issue or what with sergio but it was not good enough this weekend i've given him a seven uh, so overall it's a seven for him then Max Verstappen, sprint qualifying third, finished the race in second, so I gave him a nine for that. And then on the main race, uh, pole to win, 10 out of 10. Overall, on average, Max Verstappen, our three-time world champion now, a 10 out of 10. So, whew felt like a long one there but we got through it everyone so the highest rated drivers are Valtteri Bottas, Oscar Piastri, Lando Norris, George Russell and Max Verstappen and the lowest rated driver this weekend is Lewis Hamilton I believe that's the first time he's ever been my lowest rated driver or even into that kind of consideration for that position but there you go there is our driver ratings this weekend. As I already said, there's loads of content coming up on the channel uh, in this week and then up into next week as we look towards Texas. So make sure you subscribe for that. Until next time, though, have a good one. See you later. Goodbye.